Welcome to the Bethel Church Podcast. Each week you'll be able to check in for our messages from Sunday and other material. We hope that our messages encourage you in your walk and daily faith with Jesus. Make sure to check out our website, BethelStratford.org. Bethel Church, thank you so much for joining us. Wasn't just a great time in the presence of the Lord. I just felt his presence here. I hope you can feel his presence at your house. This morning is uh, always an exciting time of year for me. Normally we do this much earlier in the year, but with everything going on, we're doing it now. And we get to celebrate what happened at Bethel Church in 2020. And wow, what a year 2020 was. And no one could actually have planned for this past year. Um, But everyone on staff, every part of the board and leadership, and all of you at home, we've all adjusted, we've stretched and grown over this past year. And so we don't have all the same information for you because everything's been so different. Uh, So I don't have like an average attendance, I don't have stuff like that, but we're going to celebrate what our church has done over the past little while. And so many of you have never heard of Zoom until 2020. And I feel like the year 2020 was brought to us not by COVID, but I feel like it was brought to us by Zoom. And if it was going to be a commercial, it would be almost a commercial for Zoom now that everybody knows how to operate and use this. But so many of you now can run your own meetings, you can plan your own meetings, you can schedule your own meetings, and many of you talk about how now you use social media platforms or different types of platforms to have fun with your family, to meet with your family. We just heard on Mother's Day how so many of them will play games online with their family in different parts of the country, and it's just something now that we've kind of come familiar with, which we could have used before, but even now it's like instead of opening in a present and then calling somebody to say thank you or a grandparent, We'll do it on video so they can actually see the reaction live. And so it's just a change in a year of how we've changed and done things. And so we actually started, if you remember how long ago it felt or feels like, we started 2020 and we had a great Holy Spirit weekend with Gary Hayes. And many people are still talking about what they learned from him and many people are holding on to his prophetic words that they spoke over their lives And some of you, we see how they've already come into fruition. And maybe when we received them at that time, we didn't know what was going to be, uh, how, what it meant and everything like that. Right after Holy Spirit weekend, many of you might not know, but Pastor Melissa and myself, uh, we left that week and we headed out to a place called Steinbach, Manitoba. And we were there for a conference that was amazing for us. And I just believe it was thanking the Lord for allowing us to be able to get there before all of this happened, because it's just how it's spoken to us. And even now, the mentorship and the connection that we have through them and just learning and growing as leaders. Um, We were able to, early in the year, we were able to bless Northwestern High School with some running shoes for the students that needed them. I don't know if you remember doing that. We collected a whole bunch of running shoes and we gave them to uh, Jason Hoyles and he was able to take them to Northwestern. We were the blessed people. Early in January, uh, 50 plus enjoyed their lunch together with Jim Wilde sharing about Teen Challenge. And then as we moved into February, we were able to enjoy a men's night of a wild game tasting together in support of the Dominican missions trip. And it was shortly after that, that the missions team was able to head down to the Dominican and do ministry there. We were able to enjoy, and I hope as I'm sharing this, this isn't disappointment as you're also reflecting on what we've missed out on this year, because we will have these events again. 
but we were also able to enjoy our annual family skating day and our hockey game. And it was just a great time as people were able to skate together, laugh together, and connect. And then in 50 plus in February, they were able to have a, a great meal and have Beverly Hoyle share it with her testimony and what, how God moves in her life. And in March, we had our encounter service where we were able to enjoy a great challenging message from Angelo Deering. And 50 plus, they heard from Simple Dreams, Ruth and Richard Kniter on their ministry here. Oddly enough for us, this is just a personal note, we were able to leave early March and we were able to head down to Florida as a family trip for something we dreamt about for a long time. And it was kind of weird as we were there. I know some people were concerned for us, but it was like we would go to something and the next day you couldn't go. It was like it was closing the doors behind us as we went. And we were able to get home safely before everything shut down. And that Sunday is when everything changed and we started church online. And I want to take a moment right here just to thank Pastor Carlo and Pastor Charles for quickly getting a first sermon ever on video online for us. And if we just want to pause for a moment, I'm going to do this a couple of times through it because Pastor Carlo really took the ball here as soon as this happened and started running with it to help get us online. And if you were in the room right now, I would get you to clap and cheer for him as he's in the room. But if you don't mind, thank him in the chat. Send him a message. Send him a text or an email. And just thank him for all that he has done to help us get online. We started our own YouTube channel. Many of you subscribe to it so you don't miss anything. And way we started off right away, Pastor Carlo and Pastor Melissa brought in their personal cameras. And then we borrowed one from a friend, uh, a neighbor of one of our board of directors in the community. And we set them up and we started. It would be a shame of me not to pause here and actually thank uh, Michael Steingard from Jubilee who helped us. Uh, with his expertise to help us with our online sound and train Pastor Carlo and uh, prepare him to be able to lead us in this area. In March, we started our Sunday night prayer meetings on Zoom, and it was great to see people's faces. We had people come out and just be able to talk, to talk and connect and pray together. In April, we tried something totally new, which is now something we do all the time, but we started our small groups on Zoom with Psalms 23 by Matt Chandler. And we were able to uh, train not just ourselves, but our leaders on how to lead a small group online. Pastor Ashley organized our very first ever virtual Easter egg hunt, and which allowed you families to be able to see pictures and find Easter eggs and win prizes. And Pastor Melissa started her morning ladies' coffee and prayer. I hope you remember some of her advertisements for those because she had her messy hair and all these things. And it was actually quite fun to videotape. Um, and so we just had these great times together. In May, we did our first Mother's Day giveaway online. And we were able to give away prizes and bless our moms just as we did last weekend. Bethel Kids continued on Thursday nights and with social Saturdays and ministering to families. As a church, we were able to do, still be able to pull off a food drive to help House of Blessing and be able to take food over to them. It's nice to know that even in a shutdown, the church is still alive because we were able to continue to meet the needs of our community throughout this past year. And that, again, is because of your faithfulness, not only in your prayers, but in your financial support as well. In June, we did our Father's Day giveaway, and we started a men's small group fight with Craig Rochelle. In June, we started our very first drive-in service, and we had our special guest, Don Ma Dan Matheson, and John Nader come and speak and share with us 
And it was just great, again, to worship with one another outside. Ladies Connect groups started, and they ran through the summer, and they had many different events, and some of those are still happening today. July, we did our second drive-in service, and Sarah Vanderike started a ladies' Bible study, and they did summer movies on Zoom. August, we did another drive-in service, and in August, we started in-person services once again. In September, Pastor Melissa ran a Girls Dream Big event with Alexia St. Pierre coming. And we went back to two services at the beginning of September to fit everybody in to worship together. October, we were able to do the school supply drive and we were able to bless our schools with supplies and needs. We were able to give away backpacks and everything as we received donations from Staples and we were able to bless so many schools and families in our surrounding area and our city. In, September, in October, as people began to come back into services, we started our um, Wiggles and Giggles room, which was open to families that needed just to, if their kids were just kind of wiggling and giggling in the service, it gave them a spot to go, but still be able to come and worship together. November, we did a refresh prayer night here at the church to pray and worship together. We did a Bethel uh, men's seminar with Promise Keepers on the value of time. And we also did, in November, the Christmas sh- uh, child shoe boxes. And we were able to give away over 50 shoe boxes. So again, thank you. This is where I hope even in your living rooms, you're looking at each other and smiling and reflecting on just how great 2020 actually was. I know there were so many challenges for so many of us. But God continued to move in such great ways in people's lives. In December, the 50-plus group was able to gather for a time of music and memories. We did an Advent small group series and sermon series as well. We had our Christmas memorial service where we had people online and in the room remembering those that we have lost. De Stratford with Love did a home edition and were able to feed so many families in our community. Christmas Eve, we had three full services here at the church as people came to remember and reflect the birth of our Lord Jesus Christ. It was quite the year to actually remember, to see the things that our church has done. If I just think about a certain uh, ministries, our kids' ministry, they went online so quickly. Pastor Ashley and her team pulled it together and they started doing take-home kits with an average of about 50 kits per month going out. This helped equip parents to disciple their children at their home and to be able to mentor and lead them in just a powerful way. We also connected with families in our community that had never attended Bethel before, but were being fed the word of Jesus Christ through these kits. Sunday morning ministry was done online. And when we were in person, the children weren't able to go to classes, so we were able to dismiss them to their tablets because of Pastor Ashley and their team. And so thank you, Pastor Ashley, and your amazing team for all that you have done this past year to minister to our families, to our children, and community. Your team was incredible the way they were able to pull this together. The ladies' ministry, as we commented already, they started up connect groups with groups meeting for bonfires and walking together in tea groups or just meeting in the park to talk and to catch up. And like I said, some of these groups have stayed connected throughout the year to help minister to them and to meet needs and pray together. I'll reiterate right here just kind of what they shared on Mother's Day. 
If you're feeling a season of loneliness or just tough times, reach out. Connect with somebody. It's, it's connecting and praying together, even over the phone, that helps us make it through. A simple text message to check up on somebody. If you're looking for somebody to check up on you, reach out and check up on some other people. We also had early morning prayer together. Small groups helped keep us connected over this past year. We started in January, we started our Holy Spirit course, and we had over 70 people involved. After COVID hit, we ran small groups nonstop all the way through the summer, which we've never done before, just to help keep people connected. We had church-wide small groups and multiple different ones happening at different times. And our small group leaders over this year have grown from five leaders to over 20. And I want to thank each and every one of our leaders, our small group leaders, the ones who have done it for many years and the ones who have just started. I want to say thank you. You've helped keep our church connected and strong through this season. The ones who have been so dedicated for so many years, thank you for helping get us through this year and all the faithfulness you've had in the past. And the ones who have stepped up this year, thank you for your step of faith and your boldness to say, okay, I'll try this. And thank you, Pastor Charles, for taking the lead on this in training and mentoring all of our leaders. I want to thank uh, Carol Carnegie and Judy Hansen for helping us with pastoral care and making phone calls and connecting with different people. Their phone calls connected with so many that I heard back from of just being so encouraged that they got somebody to call and just pray with them and talk with them. Our office staff, thank you for sending out so many cards and, and gift baskets as we sit in staff meeting and we talk about who has a need right now, who's going through a hard time, and we're able to send out cards and baskets just to encourage people in times of need or times of difficulty. Our youth ministry, Pastor Carlo led them through difficult and awkward conversations in 2020. It was a great time for them to uh, create this atmosphere that's healthy and safe for the students to be real and honest and ask challenging questions. In February, they did a series on love, sex, and dating. And then they took time to listen and learn about racism that still exists in our world today from some of the events that took place this past year. They finished the year with a series on heaven and hell, followed up by a series with faith and apologetics, where the students grew in their faith and understanding of how to defend their faith and how to witness to others. And then they, through those series, they were shifting the shifting of their faith from their parents' faith to their own. The youth ministry team has used social media and different aspects of, of um, Technology to make sure that the students felt connected through this year with both some humor and devotionals shared. I remember Pastor Carlos shared with me that the team took time to go around to each student's house earlier in the summer. To go around to each other's house and just drop off a treat, to drop off a gift, to say hi, to let them know that they're loved and cared about. And how many, so many students were just so appreciated to be remembered and loved and cared for. And in the summer, they created uh, same idea as the Ladies Connects. They created activity groups so the students could connect once again when we were allowed outside. And they connected outside doing different things of interest. Some of them were like photography and painting and fishing and basketball. And it just gave them a t chance to reconnect with one another in a safe way and to be able to see each other's faces and, and share with each other. 
2020 was a year of challenges, a year of difficulty, but a year of creativity. And in the year of 2020, the youth group, the youth ministry were to lead well, and they were able to watch God still transform student lives. And so, Pastor Carlo and your team, I want to say thank you for how amazing you guys were able to lead and to uh, pivot and change on the fly. I know many times that both Pastor Ashley and Pastor Carlo had events planned, and they were about to advertise them, and literally the morning of, we had to pull announcements because of changes. And so your flexibility and your, um, just your understanding has not gone unrecognized. So thank you for your support this past year. Through 2020, because of your support, Bethel, because of your support, we were able to purchase cameras and video equipment. So Pastor Melissa and Pastor Carlo were able to take their own stuff home, and we were able to give back the stuff that we borrowed. And we were able to invest in equipment to improve our online presence. It helped us to expand even our volunteer base, that we were able to uh, pull in different people that have different interests to have them involved. Many of our camera teams, when we're here, many of them that you might not even be aware of, but they're families, they're whole families. There's different people on different cameras and somebody on the switcher, and it's the whole family working together, ministering together. And through our online ministry, we have been able to reach people from all over the world, tuning in from India and Africa to Pennsylvania and to Belleville, Ontario, and to St. Mary's and all the surrounding area. We've been able to reach so many different people because of our online presence. And so we want to say thank you to you, Bethel Church. And through our online services, we were able to encourage people when we were able to gather in small groups, to gather in backyards for backyard church and to have church together in your backyard. And your neighbors would hear the worship and hear the word of God and see lives transformed through that. As leaders and as staff, we tried different ways to minister. We did table talks. We did talks by the fire we tried worshiping in different rooms of the church to make it feel a little more intimate. Pastor Melissa and I were able to preach together. I want to take a moment and I want to thank our board of directors and our whole staff for all of their hard work over this past year to get us to this point. There's so many steps of faith and learning curves. We could not have done this without all of you. And so I want to say thank you. I'm going to shock one of our staff members right now, and I'm going to quickly call Pastor Ashley to come up. And she doesn't know that I'm doing this, and so she's now wondering what I'm doing. But Pastor Ashley, if you could just come and join me real fast. And I don't know if we have a camera that will pick up the two of us, but if you just want to stand over here for a moment. Most of the church isn't aware of this. And so even most, some of the leadership won't be aware of this. But was it just last month, or was it this couple of past weeks that you had... Receive notice that you have received your credentials. And so Pastor Ashley has gone through the interview process, the application process, and everything that she needed to do, and she is now credentialed with the Western Ontario District of the Pentecostals Assemblies of Canada. And so we want to say congratulations, Pastor Ashley. Great job. And I want to thank all of you who call Bethel home for your support, through showing up for the ministries that we've tried, for the ministries that we've done well, and for maybe some things we tried and didn't do well. We just want to thank you for supporting us in what we are doing. Your prayers are recognized. Your prayers are felt. 
And also, we want to thank you for your financial support. Through a year that has shown hard times for a lot of people as a church, we were able to continue to move forward and do incredible things because of your support. And not only were we able to do things, but we finished the year strong. We finished a year of 2020 very healthy because of you. And so in 2020, we budgeted for $698,000 to come in. This is what we budgeted for. But I want you to know through your faithfulness, we actually received $723,000. What a blessed year. And because of your support, because of that, we were able to also give $26,000 to missions, plus also other things to different people in our community that were in need. Give Tober helped us to raise money to support those families in different uh, ministries in our, com- in our uh, community. We had to do, as we announced last year, we had to do three roofs in 2020 on our building. And due to your support, not just this past year, but in the years beforehand, we were able to save budget and prepare for that repair. And we were able to fix all three roofs for a cost of around $118,000 and pay it off with no problems and still be able to do ministry. And so it's done, it's looked after, and it looks great. We have finished strong and we have money left in the bank. Thank you to you. Now, many people always ask me, where are we at with the mortgage? Where's the mortgage at? Because we have tried to attack this and to pay it down. And, and so I won't talk to you about where we finished 2020 with the mortgage because we're, we're months into 2021. And so I won't tell you where we finished because your faithfulness has just been incredible through the last few years that we've been trying to pay this off. And so I will let you know where we are as of yesterday. As of yesterday, our May mortgage payment has come out. And so for the rest of the mortgage that we have left to pay off, we have the whopping amount of $6,100. That's $6,100 left to pay off on our mortgage. And I know that right now I'm hoping that your neighbors are hearing you cheer right now as you hear that. Because that's going to free us up about $4,200 a month. That doesn't mean don't give. That means we get to bless our community and ask God, what do you have next for us? And that takes us into this year. It takes us into 2021. And as we shared at the beginning of the year, we believe that the word for Bethel is new. And so as we talk about paying off the mortgage, we talk about all the things that God has done. What does God have new for us? God knows that as we're coming into this summer that we are going to have some freed up cash because of our mortgage is gone. So God, what is it that you want us to do next? What is it that's new? What ministry do you have new for us? But before we even talk about Bethel, what about you? What about you? It's it's a new year. It's a new season. What does God have new for you? What does God have new for Bethel? What has God been doing in your life this past year? What has he been doing in your hearts through this season? Or what are you wanting him to do this year? What are you wanting him to touch on and work in your life? See, Isaiah 43, verse 18 and 19 says this, Forget the former things. Do not dwell on the past. See, I am doing a new thing. 
Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. So can I encourage you for a minute? As God wants to work in your life, can you forget about yesterday? Can you forget about whatever is happening in your past, whatever you struggle with, whatever you wrestle with? It's a new day. Forget the former. Don't dwell on it. And ask the Lord, what is it that you're doing new? What is it you're going to do new in my life? How is this year going to be new? And some of you might be like, Chad, you don't understand. You don't know how long I've struggled with this. You don't know how long I've wrestled through this. That's where I love verse 19 where it says, I am making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. Where you feel like it's a, where it's a wilderness and you just seem to be walking in circles through the same struggle. Or you seem like a wasteland where you're like, it just isn't going to happen. God is going to make a way in your life. Ephesians 4, 22 to 24 says, You were taught with regard to your formal way of life to put off your old self, which is being corrupt by its deceitful desires, to be made new in the attitudes of your mind and to put on the new self created to be like God in true righteousness and holiness. Many of us, as we talked about, if you feel like you're going in circles, and we know that we're supposed to put off the old self and put on the new self. But so many of us, our old self keeps showing his face. But what it is, I truly believe, and this actually happened to me this week in talking with my spiritual director as we were working through some stuff. We have to believe this, and this is where the scripture says in 23, made new in the attitude of your mind. You have to believe that you can change. You have to believe that God's more powerful than whatever you're working through, and he can bring change to your life. See, I had a close friend tell me in my late teen years that I could not change. They said, Chad, I know who you, we know who you are, and you can't change, and I believed that for years. It took me a long time to get the mindset out of my mind, to change the attitude of my mind to realize that God is bigger than anything. And through him, I can be transformed and strengthened. Romans 12, 2 says, Do not conform to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And then you'll be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. We have to be transformed by the renewing of our minds, staying with God, sitting in his presence and renewing our mind to understand who he has called us to be. Romans 6, 3 to 5 says, For don't you know that all of us who were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? We were therefore buried with him through the baptism of death in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead through the glory of the Father, we too may live a new life. For if we have been united with him in a death like his, we will certainly also be united with him in a resurrection like his. You, me, may live a new life. We are allowed to change. We are empowered to change. And we can change for the better. 
That's why we forget even yesterday, we forget even this morning, and we press in because through Jesus Christ's death and through dying to ourselves, we were raised with him. And I love the way that verse finishes in verse 4. We too may live a new life. Today can begin a new life for you. Mark 2, 21 to 22 says, No one sews a patch of unshrunk cloth on an old garment. Otherwise, the new piece will pull away from the old, making the tear worse. And no one pours new wine into old wineskin. Otherwise, the wine will burst the skin, and both the wine and the wineskin are ruined. No, they pour new wine into new wineskin. If you want change in your life, we need to stop doing old things. And we need to start doing new things. Change it up. To fix an old habit or a problem or response, we need to start doing things differently. We need to take time with God, real time, spending actual dedicated time to Him to ask Him, where should I start? Where do you want me to start to bring change into my life? And Lord, lead me because you want me to have a new life. We have to start speaking love over people's lives and and encouraging them. 2 Corinthians 5, 16 and 17 says, So from now on, we regard no one from a worldly point of view. I don't see you for your faults. Though we once regarded Christ in this way, we do not so no longer. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come, the old has gone, and the new is here. How about we forget what people have done in the past and we forgive. We no longer judge them for them for that or hold them to that. We see them. We give each other a fresh start and we begin to look at each other through God's eyes. See, we did a marriage course a few years ago and in this marriage course, it identifies your spouse. If you're sitting in the room with your spouse right now, I just want you to look at them for a moment. You look at them and you begin to identify them as this. Your spouse is a son or daughter of God. It's such a challenging point of view. It's such a different point of view when when you stop and reflect and go, wait a minute, Melissa is a daughter of God. And then the question is this. If their dad was always in the room, whether it's your wife or whether it's your husband, if their, if their dad was always in the room, would you speak to them or about them the way you do sometimes? If we begin to look at our family as, as children of God, if we begin to look at our coworkers, our neighbors as children of God, realizing and understanding if God is always with me, their dad is always standing beside me, how will I speak to them? Let's begin to see each other and begin to see yourself through God's eyes. Seeing each other as sons and daughters of the living God. Colossians 3, 9-14 says this, Do not lie to each other since you have taken off the old self with its practices and put on the new self which is being renewed in the knowledge and the image of its creator. We have to understand and we have to renew our minds, not just in the thoughts of ourselves, but renew our minds and our understanding of who Christ is, who God is. Because if we understand who God is, we'll realize quickly how easily he can change us if we submit to him. Verse 11 says, There is no Gentile or Jew, circumcised or uncircumcised, barbarian, Scythian, slave or free, 
But Christ is all and is in all. Therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, clothe yourselves with compassion and kindness and humility, gentleness and patience. Bear with each other and forgive one another. And any, if any of you has grievance against someone, forgive as the Lord forgave you. And over all these virtues, put on love, which binds them all together in perfect unity. Many of us need a renewing of the knowledge of God's image. He is a loving God who cares for you, who loves you. You are a daughter or son of the living God. And he always has and he always will love you. He asks us to clothe ourselves and to put on daily compassion and to put on kindness and put on humility and put on gentleness and put on patience. In the last marriage, a small group we did with Andy Stanley, he talked about humility and he's talking about how we become humble. And and one of the things he said was this, if you're not sure how to be humble in a situation, ask yourselves, what would a humble person do in this moment? And then you'll have an answer. And then he said, just do that. And then after time of doing what a humble person will do, you will become humble. So what if we asked ourselves in different situations, what would a compassionate person do in this moment? What would a kind person do in this moment? What would a humble person do in this moment? What would a gentle person do right now? What would a patient person do right now? And then we do what they would do. And after a certain amount of time, I will become compassionate. I'll become kind and humble and gentle and patient. Go back to Ephesians 4, 22 to 24. It says, You were taught with regard to your former way of life to put off your old self, which is being corrupted in this deceitful desires, to be made new in the attitude of your mind, and to put on a new self created to be like God in true righteousness and holiness. If we allow God to renew the attitude of our mind, we will be able to walk with him closely. See, here's the thing that maybe we need to confess to each other, that not one of us is perfect, and therefore it's okay not to be okay. It's okay to ask for forgiveness. It's okay to ask for wisdom. What do we need to do to be walking with God daily so that he can renew our minds and hearts so that we look more like him each day? What is it that you need to do? At the end of this time, of the end of this season, of the end of this year of 2021, you can actually be bitter or you can be better. What are you going to allow God to do in your life? What does God want to do new in your life and in Bethel? Philippians 3, 13, 14 says, Brothers and sisters, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it, but one thing I do, forgetting what is behind and straining toward what is ahead, I press on toward the goal 
to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. So we press on towards the goal, but we need a goal set in your life. So do you need to be more patient? Do you need more compassion? Do you need more humility? Do you need more kindness or gentleness or patience and love? To be more like Christ, all of us do. I encourage you today to pick one area that you want to be better in and press in in your relationship with Jesus and that he will work with you and on you to renew your mind to become more like him. And as a church, I don't believe we forget about what is behind. We celebrate the history of our church. We celebrate what Bethel has done, but our heart's desire is to always move forward with what God has for us. What, is, what does he have that's new for us? Because I believe that God is wanting to do something new, not only in my personal life, not only in your life, but I believe in Bethel. And that's why Jesus told us to go into the world and share the gospel. He told us what to do, but he never said how to do it. So what is God asking us to do new? What is the new thing that he's asking us to do? So I'm asking you to join us as staff and as a board of directors to be seeking God and what the new thing is. Because here's the one thing we all know, we all believe and we all talk about and we want to, this is the goal of my own personal life and as leaders. Galatians 5.25 that says, Since we live by the Spirit, let us keep in step with the Spirit. So let's pray for one another to keep in step with the Spirit, to walk with the Spirit so we know what the Spirit is wanting to do in our lives and through our lives and in Bethel and through Bethel. This morning as you've heard and celebrated what God is doing and we believe what He's going to do something new, we've talked about praying together and maybe today you need someone to pray with you. Maybe you need someone to encourage you. And so if you go to our website right now and click on the Sunday morning prayer link, there are people waiting there to pray with you, to encourage you, to lift you up. I believe that God always wants to do something new in my life and new in yours and new in Bethel. So let's press in and see what he has new and keep watching and listening for what he's doing new. Because as leaders, we're working towards different things and we are excited for what God has for us. And so let's pray together. Father, I thank you for your presence. Lord, we stand here as leaders. We stand here as leaders for you and we just thank you for your support. We thank you for your stability. We thank you for your confidence through this whole year. And Lord, we just thank you for the times where you just gave us peace that passes all understanding. And Lord, I think of all the people at Bethel Church who have gone through good times and hard times this year and how you've been so real to them through both and that you've never left any one of us. And so, Father, as we lean into new things, as we believe you for new things, I pray, Holy Spirit, that you begin just to work on people's minds, that you change and transform our mind to think more like you, that God... We change the way we think of you and who you are and your power in our lives. And so, Father, I thank you for your strength. And I pray now for new things in our lives and in our hearts. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks for checking out this week's message. Bethel Church Podcast. 
that it's blessed you and encouraged you, and that you come back and check out next week's message as well. 